Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4. That's right, 44. 44, that's a, that's a great one, isn't it? Are you ready, Cameron? Yes, I am. Well, let's talk about who we featured the last episode. The person we featured last episode was Dr. Fauci. So yes. if you guessed Dr. Fauci, you are correct. Yes, and the book we used was Dr. Fauci, How a Boy from Brooklyn Became America's Doctor by Kate Messner and illustrated by Alexandria Bai. Now we're going to go over our vocabulary words from last time. So our first vocabulary word was an adjective, and the definition is caused by an infection introduced by germs transmitted through air, water, people, clothing, and insects, and that word is infectious. Infectious. Second vocabulary word we're looking for is a noun, and the definition is a person's natural height, and the word is stature. And the last word is a noun, and it means an underground pipe or channel for carrying off wastewater and refuse, and that word is sewer. So if you guessed sewer, that was correct. And our superhero from last episode was none other than Ben Grimm or The Thing. So if you guessed Ben Grimm or The Thing, you were correct. Wow. Okay. I guess we're ready for the clues for this episode. Mm -hmm. And I will begin. Clue number one. I was born at the stroke of midnight, July the 10th, 1856, while thunder clapped and lightning flashed. My mother said I was a child of light. Clue number one, I was born to the stroke of midnight, July the 10th, 1856, while thunder clapped and lightning flashed. My mother said I was a child of light. Clue number two, I grew up in a farmhouse in a village in modern-day Croatia. I never missed a day cradling and feeding chickens, roosters, pigeons, and geese, but my best friend was a cat named Macaque. Clue number two, I grew up in a farmhouse in a village in modern-day Croatia. I never missed a day cradling and feeding chickens, roosters, pigeons, and geese, but my best friend was a cat named Macaque. Clue number three, one day while stroking my cat, something remarkable happened. Macaque's back was a sheet of light, and my hand produced a shower of sparks loud enough to be heard all over the place. From that moment on, I could not stop thinking about electricity. 
Clue number three. One day while stroking my cat, something remarkable happened. Macaque's back was a sheet of light, and my hand produced a shower of sparks, loud enough to be heard all over the place. From that moment on, I could not stop thinking about electricity. Clue number four. I dreamt of flying like pigeons and geese on the farm, so I jumped off the roof of the barn holding only my umbrella. Luckily, I didn't break any bones, but was bed-bound for weeks. Do not try this. Clue number four. I dreamt of flying like pigeons and geese on the farm, so I jumped off the roof of the barn holding only my umbrella. Luckily, I didn't break any bones, but was bed-bound for weeks. Do not try this. Clue number five. Before I was six, I had designed a metal hook for catching frogs, a pop gun that shattered windows that got me punished, and a rotating motor powered by the fast flapping wings of 16 June bugs. Clue number five. Before I was six, I designed a metal hook for catching frogs, a pop gun that shattered windows that got me punished, and a rotating motor powered by the fast flapping wings of 16 June bugs. Clue number six. When I was eight, I fell in love with books, made my own candles, Stuffed towels in the cracks of my bedroom door to hide the light so I could read late at night. Eventually, I read all the books in my father's library. Clue number six. When I was eight, I fell in love with books, made my own candles, stuffed towels in the cracks of my bedroom door to hide the light so I could read late at night. Eventually, I read all the books in my father's library. Clue number seven. After I contracted cholera at age 17, which is a serious disease that left me barely able to move, my father allowed me to enroll in college to pursue my passion, electrical engineering. Clue number seven. After I contracted cholera at 17, which is a serious disease that left me barely able to move, my father allowed me to enroll in college to pursue my passion, electrical engineering. Clue number eight. When I was 26, while strolling through a park with a friend and reciting poetry, a scientific puzzle came to me like a flash of lightning. A puzzle I had been working on for years and many thought was impossible to solve. Clue number eight. When I was 26, while strolling through a park with a friend and reciting poetry, a scientific puzzle came to me like a flash of lightning. A puzzle I had been working on for years and many thought was impossible to solve. Clue number nine. The image that appeared in my mind was of a motor sending electrical currents along a wire, forward then backward, forward then backward. 
I had discovered a new way to transmit electricity over long distances. Clue number nine. The image that appeared in my mind was of a motor sending electrical currents along a wire, forward then backward, forward then backward. I had discovered a new way to transmit electricity over long distances. Clue number 10. So I decided to sail across the Atlantic from Europe to America and talk to Thomas Edison, the inventor of the first practical electric light bulb. We disagreed about everything, especially about the future of electricity. Clue number 10. So I decided to sail across the Atlantic from Europe to America and talk to Thomas Edison, the inventor of the first practical electric light bulb. We disagreed about everything, especially about the future of electricity. Clue number 11. After years with little success, I partnered with George Westinghouse, who invited me to present my invention at the 1893 Chicago's World's Fair, where for the first time, over 100,000 light bulbs lit up at once. 300,000 people witnessed it. Clue number 11. After years with little success, I partnered with George Westinghouse, who invited me to present my invention at the 1893 Chicago's World's Fair, where for the first time, over 100,000 light bulbs lit up at once. 300,000 people witnessed it. Clue number 12. Today, I am considered to have been a prolific inventor with patents in radar, x-ray, remote technology control, wireless radio communications, and the father of the radio. Clue number 12. Today, I am considered to have been a prolific inventor with patents in radar, x-ray remote control technology, wireless radio communications, and the father of radio. Clue number 13. Most importantly, my invention of the AC induction motor, which uses alternating currents to efficiently distribute electricity along far distances, continues to be the world's standard form of electric distribution. Clue number 13. Most importantly, my invention of the AC induction motor, which uses alternating currents to efficiently distribute electricity along far distances, continues to be the world's standard form of electric distribution. Clue number 14. In 2009, an electric car was manufactured and carries my name. Who am I? In 2009, an electric car was manufactured and carries my name. Who am I? And now we're ready for vocabulary words. 
I will start with the first one. We are looking for a vocabulary word found in the clues. It's an adjective, which means unable to leave one's bed for a particular reason. We're looking for a vocabulary word. The first is an adjective, unable to leave one's bed for a particular reason. The next vocabulary word is a noun, and it means a government grant to a person by which he is only he is the only one able to make or sell a new invention for a certain number of years. The vocabulary word is a noun, and it means a government grant to a person by which he is the only one able to make or sell a new invention for a certain number of years. Clue number three. We're looking for an adjective. Definition of present in large quantities, plentiful. Vocabulary word number three, which is found in our clues, is an adjective, and the definition is present in large quantities, plentiful. And now it's time for our superhero of the week. All right, and our superhero, so if you've been paying attention, we've been following a theme here. So our next superhero is a part of a team, and this superhero can turn invisible and can also put up force fields to stop attacks. Okay, so that is the clues for our superhero. Great, great clues for the superhero, Cameron. Would you like to talk a little bit about how people get in touch with us? Yes. So if you like to get in touch with us, um, our email, and it's all lowercase, is frostbergclc, no space between the Frostberg and CLC, at gmail.com. And also, if you go to www.frostberg.edu, and in the search box, you type in CLC, and then click on the first thing that pops up. And you'll go to the CLC page, and if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see a tab that says the CLC Super Soup Podcast, and you can also get in contact with us that way. Um, our podcast is on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play Music. So for those of you who are listening to us on SoundCloud, we appreciate it, but our podcast is also available on other places as well. So if you'd like to find us, just Google search CLC Super Soup Podcast and you will find us. Great, Cameron. I'm going to try that, see if it works. Okay, I think we are now ready for a clue for the next episode, which will be episode five. That's right, correct? episode five. Okay, here's here it goes. Cameron, what does MBA stand for? It stands for the National Basketball Association. Wow. Okay, that's a great clue for the next episode. Thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. Super Sleuths.